Welcome to Drink Beer, Think Beer, the podcast that gets to the bottom of every pint. I'm John Hall. And a word about today's show. I'm talking with John Lane of Oso Brewing in Arizona and Russ Klitsch of the Lakefront Brewery in Wisconsin about a beer initiative around the 988 National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. This episode will specifically be talking about self-harm experiences and prevention. If you're having thoughts of suicide, call or text 988 to reach the lifeline. Additionally, in the United States, you can visit speakingofsuicide.com slash resources for a list of services. Individual countries also have their own resources. It's okay to not be okay, and you're not alone. We'll get into this conversation in a moment, but first, a reminder to please go visit allaboutbeer.com. There you can find original articles, reviews, news, insights, and podcasts. You can listen to shows like Brewer to Brewer, the All About Beer podcast, and Beer Travelers simply by searching All About Beer wherever you listen to show. This show and all of the work we do, it's supported by you. Please go visit patreon.com slash allaboutbeer. A few bucks goes a long way to help keep the content fresh and to fund writers, photographers, creators, and editors. And if you'd like to learn more about advertising on this show or any of our shows, please email info at allaboutbeer.com. A few weeks ago, Lakefront Brewery in Milwaukee sent out a note that it would be joining a group of breweries by releasing a beer inspired by Oso Brewing in Phoenix to raise awareness about 988, the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Oso owner John Lane himself has lost family and friends to suicide. And as you'll hear, he even had ideations himself. He credits the volunteer he spoke with after dialing 988 for saving his life. Not everyone knows about the number and the service, and Lane wanted to raise awareness and to shine a light on the importance of mental health and saving lives. The 988 Beer Initiative helps break down barriers and bring suicide prevention to the forefront of conversations. Lakefront released its beer, Save a Vice, earlier in September. Russ Klisch is a longtime friend. He's the president of Lakefront Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and he joined the call to talk about his brewery's involvement in the program. And after we recorded this episode, Klisch sent me an email saying the following, John from Oso is a hero and a leader in the brewing industry for reaching out, telling his story, and getting others to be aware of 988. It was an honor to be on the podcast with him. I remember Harry Truman once saying something like, a leader is someone who gets someone to do something they don't want to do, but should be doing it. We should all be talking about suicide prevention, but there's still a taboo about it. So Klitsch continued, thanks to people like John, these barriers are being broken down and we're all talking about it. I couldn't agree more. Here's our conversation. John, I wanted to to start with you because throughout the summer, the, the national news headlines coming out of Arizona seemed fairly alarming uh, with the temperatures that that you all were going through. Um, one, I guess, what was it like on the ground? And, and, and two, did that prolong, prolonged heat wave have any significant impacts on the business? Uh, yeah, I mean, this was one of our worst summers. I do, I, with all... I have to say, I do get out of Arizona quite a bit. We have a family home on Lake Michigan. I'm just on the other side of Lake Michigan. Um, so I, I tend to spend at least a good three weeks there during July. Um, 
trying to get out of the heat. But yes, it, it was one of our worst summers, I would say, across the board for most of us uh, in the restaurant and, uh, and uh, brewing business. Do you see long-term impacts to these types of summers? Does it start to change the way that you're thinking about brewing or thinking about the businesses? Um, I don't know that it changes the way I think about brewing necessarily, but it definitely changes the way that I view our properties and our gathering spaces. I want to make them more sustainable and also, you know, a, a higher quality visit when it's 112 out, 115, 110, anything over a hundred's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Russ, how you guys haven't had the same quite uh, temperature swings uh, in in Wisconsin, but what's the overall state of beer in the city as you see it these days? The state of beer is good. You still have some places opening. Everybody's plugging away still with new different uh, styles and, and types of, of beers they're coming away with. So it's still a vibrant uh, operation uh, that you have here in town. Um, so we're, we're excited to, to be part of it, and um, uh, we've done some, you know, interesting things ourselves with improving our river walk this summer and with um, uh, going to all cans uh, this spring. So that was the, the big things for us. I feel I'm gonna miss lakefront and twelve ounce bottles. There, there was something that was always kind of, I don't know, the beer just always tasted right coming out coming out of bottles and. Um, did the world just just eclipse it? Yeah, it's hard to be. We only can do one. We can't do both. We can't do both bottles and cans because we're a small space here. So we had to choose one. And right now it's basically gotten to the point where if you come out with a new product in a, in a bottle, uh, they don't take it as seriously as, as just with, uh, with cans right now in the marketplace. You mentioned Riverwalk and there's... Um, uh, I, I often think of your brewery in a, in a very positive way with classic styles, with you know, traditional uh, beer going back to the early days of beer and being executed quite well. But then I've also been surprised and delighted um, by a lot of the other beers that you've done, some of the hazies and um, gluten-free and you guys have messed around with a, with, with, with a bunch of ingredients. Um, what's what's resonating for for lakefront these days because i imagine it's a balance right there's people who see you all in a certain way and don't see you as you know a producer of hazy um or vice versa so what's what's leading those conversations for you yeah these days i i always look at it as uh if you can drink two beers and you want a third it's a good beer and uh (laughs) And so when we have our beers, we come out, whether it's a hazy or, or a amber lager or whatever, uh, it's a very drinkable beer. And I think a lot of people around here look look at that characteristic from us, is that when they know that uh, they, they drink it, um, it it's, it's, it's a very drinkable, flavorful product. John, what's, what's running the, the conversation beer-wise for you all these days? You know, I would say the trend is definitely uh, back to the lager uh, game. Uh, you know, you can any variation thereabout, but obviously IPAs are still selling heavily, but it just kind of depends. You know, each store, I have different leaders. Um, the neighborhood uh, kind of dictates that. We definitely have 
you know, the same, I'll call it top three leaders um, across the stores, but they're each store seems to kind of just vary a tiny bit. Um, I think that's due to the, the, you know, the neighborhoods around it, whether it, you know, I don't know if it's an age or, a, or, a, you know, or, a, or, or something else that's dictating it, but it definitely is, is different. Um, have you seen, so I'm always sort of amazed when I go to Miami or Tampa or some of the more hot climates and see people drinking big Imperial stouts. And as you were talking about the, the temperatures above a hundred degrees, th- does that translate in Arizona? Are, are people, I know lagers are the refreshment that people are looking for, but is there any market in Arizona for those big boozy Imperial stouts in the, in the hotter months, like Florida seas? So we don't sell as well in the hotter months. We do have a barrel age program with us and there's several breweries that have, you know, um, big, barrel aged beers, um, but they don't, they don't sell at the volume. And I mean, my, or I don't know about Miami, but Tampa, you know, uh, based on cigar city and a lot of the people spawning from there, um, you know, you do see them everywhere. And, and I'm surprised when I walk in and see a 15% uh, big boozy beer on when it's 85 degrees out with 90% humidity. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, we, we, we don't sell them. We sell them all year, but it truly, I would say it's a seasonal, it's a six month, and what I'll call winter, which you guys would often call summer in Wisconsin, um, <laughs> is uh, is kind of our season for those. Russ, are there? I know you all are a big lager drinking town, but are are seasonals still moving the way that they used to for you all? Remember, you know, a good pumpkin lager that you guys made a a, a couple of years ago that I actually enjoyed and. Yeah, um, we we the we have the pumpkin out still. That's still one of our top sellers. Our Toberfest is is very good uh, seller. Also, we also have a uh, barrel aged pumpkin. We had a nitro pumpkin this year that we came out with, which um, uh, we didn't make that much, but the people that had it re- really enjoyed it. We also have our my turn series that we do here. We let an employee uh, brew their own style of beer. We have the John uh, or my turn John Huber beer out right now, which is a dark uh, uh, lager with cherries added. Um, so that that's a favorite of ours. And we also got Brewer Reserve uh, barrel-aged beers uh, that we have here at the, the brewery that you can only get. Um, I know we've covered this on All About Beer uh, uh, quite a bit in the past, um, but how are, how are the, the exports to Ukraine doing these days for the brewery uh they're steady uh we don't sell a ton of beer there but we have an uh, order at least two to three times a year that go to ukraine usually it's about seven skids and skids of a product that that go over and um we, we also have the uh the putin is a dick crawler that we sell here where uh, mm-hmm. we, we charge five dollars more and uh we, we donate five dollars and we've uh sold fifteen thousand of them so far, it's so that's a big thing. It's $150,000 we've uh, donated to Ukraine through this this effort. You that's great. Heard. I'm, 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 I'm. It's really wonderful that you all are one doing that, but still continuing to do it. Um, that's a that 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 that's a really that's a cool thing. Um, so speaking of important 
beers and speaking of important things. So um, the reason you're both on the show is Lakefront sent out a, a news release a couple of weeks ago um, or you know, about a, a week or so ago about the save a vice, um, uh, which you all are calling a, a suicide prevention brew. And in this release from Lakefront, um, John, they're crediting you and, 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 and your brewery um, with, with getting this going. And I wonder if you can share some background as to how some of this came together on, 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 on your end. Sure. Um, the 988 brew came from a random discussion with a fellow bar owner who was struggling and didn't, didn't really want to share. Sorry. Give me a second. Um, yeah. And and through the conversation, you know, this came about. We decided to do it um, as kind of a an awareness beer. We did it that year. Um, we just did it in house, and and we also shipped a few kegs to his location. Um, as you move forward, we decided to get other other bars and restaurants involved, and other breweries, a couple coffee shops, and. You know, and then we, we kind of had the ball rolling. We were up to about 200 breweries, but mostly they were sort of Southwest and then COVID hit. Um, so we didn't really, we weren't able to really function that process during that time period because reaching out or making those connections was a little bit harder. Um, we did do it um, each year and we had a, a few people uh, participate, but it wasn't quite as easy Um at that point post covid um we started back up uh you know full energy um trying to get people from all over uh the us it's once again it's an awareness beer um to let people yeah. know that number is a non-judgmental viable human that can guide you with either a lesson to help someone or if you're the one in crisis you can get uh, assistance as well yeah and that was launched in uh july of 2020 the 988 number um which i long overdue but um especially given covid and i think a lot of the struggles that folks were were going through um certainly um certainly timely um mental health is and 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 you know talking about well-being um, is one of those really critical things in and around the beer space. Um, I mean, for everybody, but since this is a beer uh, specific show, um, talking about in and around the beer space, and it's something that I, I think was swept or you know, swept away or or spoken about quietly for a long time. Um, w- was there resistance by some folks when when you started talking about this initiative, when you started talking about this beer, or was it yeah, was it fully couple, embraced yeah sorry our first couple of years we uh we definitely had resistance we had people it was 1-800-273-TALK that was the you know long number for what 98 yeah. is now and we had people you know alcohol and and suicide don't mix and obviously alcohol is a a leading portion of where suicide uh, uh kind of ends i'll, I'll say uh, or, or kind of starts uh for some people um but you know, it's what I do and it's what I knew my friends do. 
And I wanted to make sure that we could spread awareness. And it was the only way I could, you know, I could get it out there um, and allow others to make their judgment. And we still occasionally get a, you know, doesn't mix uh, email or a text or a, or a, 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 a DM or, 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 a, you know, private message, whatever, whatever you uh, want to call it. But overall, we get messages all the time that say, thank you. So I'd much rather take that. And we've also had people um, throughout different breweries and in our brewery call us up and say, hey, thank you. I called the number and, and you know, it, it helped me. And I don't know if they were at the point to take their life or if they were at the point where they were just going through a crisis or they had a friend that they needed information about. But making that awareness out there is, is the main goal. Russ, how did you all at Lakefront come to, come to, to, to learn about this initiative? And then what was the conversation like to uh, create this beer? Uh, here uh, we have a, a committee called the ripple effect uh, for our brewery. And we try to do things. So uh, either donations uh through the brewery or activities um, or we are with our crawlers like we had with Putin that we do. But um, we just finished up our, our last one and, and we were thinking about what we do next. And, and we saw the uh, the press release that came out from, from John. And uh, there was a couple of people in the committee that, that unfortunately had, you know, runs in with um, uh, people having suicide and they, they thought, sure, this would be a great thing to, help promote and, and you know it's it's one of those things that you know people just don't like to talk about and to have and, and to have it so you put on a beer and you're trying to promote it it, it just kind of just shows that there's a lot of people out there that that need this um uh you know a little backing that that you know it's okay to call these are the different issues that you have what's the what's the response been if 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 you know uh, so far, it's been great. We've already gone through uh, since Sunday, like four half barrels of beer. People are coming in just to get it, uh, to buy it. Uh, we've had a lot of other local press also come in and um, uh, try to buy the, the beer uh, or, or, or interview us about it. The response has been tremendous. So is is this a, I'm unclear on this. Is this a set recipe, John, or is it up to... No, like a brewer's we, discretion. Yeah, it's up to the brewery's discretion. You know, we 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 the first couple of years we tried to get the other breweries to brew a specific style and recipe doesn't matter, but just a style. And then we realized, well, that's a difficulty. You know, many breweries have schedules and have timelines. So instead, we we put the title uh, this well, and we've done it for a few years now is is rename, uh, relabel, or recreate, and. That recreate really is up to them. The relabel would be, a, you know, kind of a a beer that you're already putting out, and the the rename is either something that maybe you had coming as a seasonal or that you had in the tanks and you didn't quite, you know, a lot of breweries kind of shoot from the hip with their names. Um, so we were just hoping that one of those three would be available for for this title, um, you know, and, and title it as you wish, you know, as long as there's that message is there. That strikes me as um, a really smart approach, right? We, we've seen a lot of um, beers for a cause, 
in, 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 in the last few years where a brewery will create a recipe and then offer it up to other folks. And then obviously some of the ingredients companies get involved as well. And, and that's nice to taste different iterations of the same beer from, from different breweries. Um, but really focusing on the message and not necessarily the beer. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just sort of thinking this like it, it, it has the potential for a greater impact in my mind. Yeah. I mean, we have a recipe on the, uh, we have a recipe, we have a recipe available. Uh, there might even be two this year. I, you know, I haven't, I haven't looked at the recipe page cause that's honestly <laughs> the least important part of this to me. Um, yeah. But, you know, and we have labels, we have art, we have, uh, you know, other breweries that have done art. We'll, we'll, we're going to load those in this year, um, you know, as long as they're good with it. Um, we obviously don't want to offend an artist by taking their work if, if, if they're not okay. But, you know, it's more about giving resources to these people so that they can give resources to the, the greater community. Russ, the the you, you know you mentioned that you know the 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 response as well um you've been at this for a, a long time uh in in the brewing industry that's my polite way of calling you old um i i i i'm wondering how you've seen the conversation evolve around mental health and around you know these these serious issues in the beer space yeah, well, usually mental health and, and suicide is not something a lot of people talk about. A lot of people want to you know, try to do promotions or, or something when there's a natural disaster or, yeah. or something that goes on where you brew a beer and everything. And, and um, I, I know we learned with the Putin Crawler that it was nice to have any beer that goes in there, but you promote it by just like the label. And, and like you were saying, you have the message on the label. And that, that to me was a more powerful uh, tool then, you know, let's go drink the specific beer because uh, that's something that most anybody then can come in and, and taste or, or, or look at or help support. Um, even though there may not be a fan of that style or something like that, if you do something specific. But but anyway, yeah, with, with with this beer, you know, we we got the, uh, um, the press release from John. We only had a couple of weeks to go and we just were coming out with a Weiss beer. And so yeah. then somebody at the table during the committee meeting said, well, we just call it, how about Sable Weiss? And, and, and everybody loved it. And we said, yeah, we're coming out with this beer. We're just testing a new batch of beer. And then we'll, um, uh, uh, you know, call it that and have it um, out there. And, and it's, it seemed to work very well. Yeah. And, and just being able to have, I mean, one, your group that is pushing these initiatives forward, but then, um, you know, being willing to to do it, right? I I feel like there is, based on conversations that I've had in the past, you know, there there is a level of discomfort that comes with this topic. Um, and you know, people want to be sensitive towards other people's feelings, or they just don't want to admit that you know there's you know, terrible things that 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 happen um in the world. Um, John, what do you see as the, or what do, what do you hope is sort of the the um, the short-term effect of this program and then the, 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 the longer term aside from people, you know, staying with us. Sure. I mean, that, that is the, the main goal that, that, 
it, you know, if it's one life we've won. I mean, that's kind of the simplest point, but above and beyond that, you know, it's, it's, it's our industry helping create a message that, you know, it's, it's, it's okay not to be okay. And seeing where that can kind of go, you know, I would love to, you know, at some point have everybody in this country know that 988 exists. I mean, I still have friends who, you know, they're good friends of mine and they come in, uh, they came in uh, yesterday, two of them happened to be at, at the location and, and uh, like, oh, what's the 988 about? You know, I mean, it's still not quite, it's not known. It's, 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 yeah. it's you know, and, uh, you know, having lost, I mean, and I'm, I've worked in the bar and restaurant industry since, uh, since uh, 1987. So I have lost, I'm going to be able to count it. You know, if I, if I gave you two, two sets of, of uh, high fives, um, maybe three, maybe four now, you know, I, I'm not, a, I, I, I quit keeping track because it was so upsetting. Um, and the long-term goal is not to have to give another high five. How have you seen the conversation evolve since 87? Are, are more people willing to, excuse me, to have this conversation? Well, I mean, when, when I was, you know, when I was in high school, um, you didn't talk about it. Nobody talked about it. If somebody, you know, they, they passed away, there was no, you know, it was, uh, it was taboo. It was, you know, you, you just, especially I, I grew up in Northern Michigan in a Irish Catholic German community. Um, you know, it was a, a sin and it was, I was terrible, a terrible way to approach it. And as I got older and it happened to me with my, some of my core friends and, and, uh, people that I've worked with in the bar, restaurant, brewery industry, um, artists that uh, I used to work with. And, you know, it, it, it every time we, we'd kind of, we'd talk about it briefly and then we'd pack it away. Um, and it just created, you know, anytime that we brought up an event or past, you know, or, or a concert or something, we just kind of packed it away. And, and, you know, in the last 10 years, I feel like now we can talk about it, approach it. I still don't think we're there yet, but hopefully, you know, someday we can, actually truly try to you know assist each and every one uh, and and the only way i know how to in a mass is is through what i do this is for uh you know either or both of uh both of you so uh, awareness campaigns like this are 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 critical are important um in the beer space in within you know the four walls of a, a, a of a brewery what have you each been thinking about as far as staff support um uh or outreach or um you know finding ways to create spaces where these conversations are are um not awkward and is there any advice that you'd have for you know, other folks in the beer space that might not have gotten to that point yet. I'll, um, 
we have a couple different things. We don't have any, we don't have a committee. Um, we have QR codes um, in the employee restroom at the employee board. You literally can scan it and you can ask for help. And whether that be help um, with something that is um, I'll call it like a payroll issue or whatever, but generally it's geared at mental health and it's geared at, um, at, at, at uh, bad behaviors too within our organization. Um, kind of like when you're at a ball game and, you know, text 977 for somebody that's being terrible in your area, we kind of have that for both ways. Somebody that we think might, you know, need some assistance or, or, and, or, um, somebody that, that has an issue or a problem. Uh, that's kind of where we started. Um, we're very open, um, myself and my business partner are in our operations on the floor constantly. We have roughly 650 employees. Um, today I'll be at two locations. Yesterday I was at three. Um, I work nights, I work weekends sometimes. It just kind of depends, but I, I will get people that will come directly and talk to me. I, I want us to have an, when I say open door, I really mean it. Like I may not know your name very well, but if you have any issue, please, please come to me or come to whoever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, I would say for us, we're just at the infancy of, of that. John's got, I think, way ahead of us. But definitely since we've come out with this, we we need, uh, I'm seeing a, a need for this, a need to have these different spaces or different people you can talk to for the different employees. Uh, from the uh, comments that we've gotten from everybody, it, it's clear that we need to have a, you know, some sort of a program or, or at least a place where, where people can go and talk with this. And, you know, so, and it's, make it you know, as john said you know it's not taboo anymore uh, and you know john had a good point to save one life you know and and this well well worth it it's the best thing you've almost ever done john how, how can brewers that might be listening to the show how can they get involved in this oh sorry if you want um more information you know you can go to our website just all you have to do is type oso brewery 988 and it should take you right to that um right to that that link but honestly get involved in any way you can um we have obviously we have two months a year we have mental health month and then we have suicide uh prevention month but you know unfortunately i'm transitioning right now into a new brewery but but we plan to make this a year-round beer um I want the conversation to always be present. And I know that's not viable for a lot of the breweries, but, you know, once a year I'm going to, this year, I think I sent out, I don't know, 3,500 messages on Instagram because I found that was the easiest way to get in touch with somebody. Um, and uh, hopefully next year I can do 8,000, you know, they only allow me so many per day before they tell me I can't do anymore. Um, and I, I got almost got our, our, our accounts suspended a few times, but, uh, I'm willing to do that. If once again, if I can get somebody on board that may save a life, I'm, I'm all for not having Instagram for a week, a month or whatever it might be. Um, I, I just, I hope that, you know, we have, we have a lot of messages. We get asked for a lot of donations. We get asked to do a lot of these natural dis disaster beers as Russ stated. And, and my, my goal is not to have this be a fundraiser necessarily. It's great if you can, um, but not all breweries can. 
um, it's, it's, it's more just once again, if, if somebody's sitting across that, that bar and it's having a really bad year and they're in a bad place and they ask that question that could alter their life. Um, and that's where I hope that the other breweries will realize that it's that easy. Put it on for one day, one week, one month, whatever it might be that suits you. And hopefully you'll start a conversation that, that, that ultimately is that one person. One person's at minimum. Hopefully it's hundreds of people, thousands of people that we uh, affect because it's not getting any better. Uh, so, Yeah. And it's getting past that stigma of, you know, having the conversation um, or yeah. not having the conversation. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, it, it, it's uncomfortable for, for a lot of people and understandably so. Um, but these, these, these conversations are, um, are critical. Yeah. Uh, on our, yeah. On, on the site also, we have testimonials from people, whether, you know, their situations or whatever. I, I'm, I'm a survivor. A lot, a lot of our friends did. didn't survive and I really don't don't know what I would have done without that sorry without that one person uh, that 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 got me back on board that that had the conversation with me that it's okay you know it's okay not to be good and I just, I really, really don't want another person that I know to disappear. I'm so grateful that you created this initiative and that it's resonating the way that it is. Um, you know, it's from from the darkness is light and that that reminder over and over again that it's okay to to not be okay i think is um something folks need to be reminded of yeah all the time i i it took me i i don't know i just i really just opened up about this i i've been doing this beer for years and this year was the first time i told anybody because where i the space I was in, um, I had, uh, tried to OD and, um, I was in a really bad space. I had lost, I was losing a marriage, which I did lose. Um, she's still a great friend, but I had a couple of homes that were underwater. I was living in the Caribbean thinking I was going to be, you know, in this bright, shiny space forever. And it wasn't the space that I needed. It was, it, it was, somebody to talk to. It was uh, something to reach out to. And it just didn't exist at that time for me. And this year was the first time I was able to, I even felt comfortable telling people that. Um, I, you know, I, I, I just struggled with it mentally. Yeah. I'm doing this beer because of my friends, but really, uh, you know, selfishly, I'm also doing this beer because of me.
I'm glad you're doing it. And, and I, uh, I'm sure everybody who's listening uh, along with myself and, and, and Russell, you know, appreciates the, the, the candor on this because it, um, yeah, folks aren't alone, uh, ever. So, um, yeah, thank you for, for sharing your story on that. I'd like to thank John for that too. That's a very powerful message. There's just uh, so many people out there that have, uh, you only need to be helped or told they can be helped. And like I say, it's, it's okay to say that and to come out and it's just so happy that, uh, that you've been able to take this step. It's very, very courageous of you to, to do this, what you've done. You're, you're definitely a leader in the brewing industry by doing what you've done. Agreed. Um, and I hope more breweries uh, step up like like yours uh, has, Russ, uh, to um, put these beers out and to to have this this conversation with folks. Um, thank you both for 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 being here and for um, having this conversation and sharing about this initiative. This is. I've said a couple of times now, never an easy conversation to have, but a necessary one. And um, hearing from both of you, you know, on this and the impact that this initiative can have, I I hope the industry and uh, the consumers take it seriously and embrace it in the the way that they're supposed to. And everybody, stop by Lakefront Brewery and get one of those beers. Thank you, Russ. Yeah, no, thank you uh, for having us on, and thank you, John, for whatever, everything you've done, and, and thanks for your leadership on, on this um, uh, topic. If you're having thoughts of suicide or need to help someone in crisis, call or text 988 to reach the lifeline. Additionally, in the United States, you can visit speakingofsuicide.com slash resources for a list of services. Individual countries also have their own resources. It's okay to not be okay, and you are not alone. You can get in touch with me by emailing John Hall, it's J-O-H-N-H-O-L-L at allaboutbeer.com. A reminder, go visit allaboutbeer.com where you can check out the podcast page, the merch page, and read great new content as well as the archives going back to 1979. Follow All About Beer on social media at allaboutbeer. And if you're interested in supporting journalism in the beer space, you can email us at info at allaboutbeer.com or go to patreon.com slash allaboutbeer. As for this show, Nate Schweber does the music, Jeff Quinn designed our logo, and I'm John Hall. New episodes release every Wednesday, and that's when I'm going to be back again to drink beer and to think beer.